This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. They were, they were, he claims that he's the Shoyrish. But he showed, he sold the Bechor. He's not interested in Shoyrish. <laughs> That's his whole Indian way. Why he's so pale and, and Pagama Brisk because he doesn't want us to be me, Yalilana, Shemaimah. That's Rosh Hashanah's Mila. If you'd have asked me that question a hundred years ago, I'd have to think about it. But today it's not Shaykh not to understand a Hasidish Sefer. Because you take a Hasidish Sefer that has an understanding, you take a Muvaris, you take a Oiz Vahada, you take a. There's, there's, it's almost not Shaykh not to understand a Hasidish Sefer. In Zoya, there's a big Indian to learn, to say, just to say the words of the Zoya, and a lot of people have an Indian to just say the words of the Zoya because of the Kedushas Oisius, it's clear. But. Uh, but a person has to a person has to learn the Sifri Chasidus and a person has to know that today it's open. You take him over Eris, you take a Oiz Vahoda, so it's not really such a relevant question, Baruch Hashem, anymore, but the reign of honor. I remember years and years ago to, to learn my Marim from the Rishab, there was no Pirushim or nothing. You used to break your head over it. My used to break the head of it. And if a person understands FS, zero, then he's not doing anything. But uh, there is a certain way of breaking in, like breaking in, that you, you're picking up concepts as you're going along. But that's, uh, you don't need to do that anymore. It's not worth, there's no Indian to a person to be omel and, and work very hard and say, I don't want to use the Mavueras, I don't want to use the Oiz Vahota. I want to do it the hard way. That's a Narishkai. He should do it the way it's been, the Rabban Shalom's given it to us. We need it so badly today, the Rabban Shalom has made it accessible for everybody. So, Berish and we'll, we'll get the we'll get the Hechel Menachem to ship to Chicago a whole shipload of Oizvahodas and Mavueres. Number two, this is Shlomo Carmeli. How do we balance our Shifas with Kirvas Ochem? He says, for example, in his own personal Avoida, what level of Shifas are healthy for us in this door? And number two, is how do we maintain our Shifas when we have family and Parnassa? And how do we Is this coming from the last week's push? <laughs> People were intimidated. What was the first part of the question? How do we balance our shifas for Kivas Kim versus, I guess, versus what? Versus this person's family, Parnassa. Uh, uh, so that's basically asking a question what's, what, what should be a person say to Hayoim? How can you balance everything? So, number one, a person should get up very early in the morning. He should go to sleep early, he should get up very early in the morning, he should have his, his quality hours. Even get up four, five, whenever he can get up, he should get up and he should have his quality hours then. And that's the time which is, uh, that's more uh, from, from Chatzos Alayla until Aloysa Shacha is Kulei Kirbas Alekim. It says Rabban Shalom is then Metayel, Tzadikim Ganein, it's Kulei Kirbas Alekim. A person must never get frustrated. A person must always do everything mitoch simcha. A person has to realize that looking after the children is also a big avoid gadoila. A person has to realize that you know being with his family and uh, it's, these are all, these are all avoiders and helping in the family and whatever he's doing, these are all avoiders. A person has to have bismach bechelkoi with those avoiders as well. That's also kirvasalikim. A lot of there's a mistaken identity that people think that when I'm locked away, I'm learning, is then I'm oisik in kirvasalikim. 
But when I'm, you know, when I'm doing things that I have to do, when I'm helping my parents, I'm helping this, I'm helping the other, I wish I could get back to Kirvis Alikim. That's obviously a fundamental mistake. A person, if a person's got his mind straight, he'll realize that everything he's doing, which is basically a mitzvah, is it's, it's all Kirvis Alikim. But a person should really... I had a call from somebody, I'm not saying where in America, but he's a big mashpia, a big comment, and he said he's got a mini now, and he's mashpia there on Shabbos, and he's talking, giving drushes the whole Shabbos, not Benyam Wainer. You're not from this guild. But, uh, but, but, uh, and he said he feels mamish, he's got no time during the week, and this night he feels he's being a mashpia, but he's not, he's, he's not, he's not doing anything, he doesn't deserve to be the mashpia. I said, what's your say, I am, he came out, he's got no time for anything. So I said, you know, you gotta, you gotta be up early, you gotta, or you gotta, cl- sometime during the week, you gotta close yourself up. You need your own quality time for sure. But Kibbas Alekim is something that covers a person's day. If a person understands, then the person understands that uh, it's all, it's all Kibbas Alekim. And he has to feel, he has to feel an aliyah and ruchnius when he, when, when he helps his kids and when he helps his wife. And, uh, you know, and he, he goes shopping for his wife. All these in Yonam, he has to feel a great Kibbas Alekim for that. But, uh, but uh, in, in our door, in our door, a person, the Ica, the Ica structure of the person and the Ica binion of the person has to be, has to be focusing on how many things I can tick off during the day that I did. A person sits at a table and he eats. So if he makes a proper bracha and he says a little dvatoira for a minute at the table, so he's, the Mishnah says in Perkyovas, you've taken your table and you've transformed it and, tra- and, and you moved it into the base of Megdash. It's an unbelievable boy. The person should have a sipuk, ruchni, a spiritual satisfaction and accomplishment from eating a suda, if he, if, if he eats a suda in a proper way. So all these anyanam of Kiris Alekim. You mustn't think, where can I do Kiris Alekim? And this is what Pnimi Satara teaches us. A whole day, the whole day of a person's life is Kiris Alekim. Talking to somebody, helping somebody. You know, everything is, everything is, everything is Kirvas Alekim. I guess it's actually wouldn't to even ask the question. If I'm hedging up the question correctly. Could be someone feels like they have a lesson to want to learn for an extra hour start and they want to learn Dabin a little bit longer and can share the family on Rosh Shabbos and share the family, you know, on Shabbos Day. How, how does that, how do you balance that if, if the family, that family is potentially misnagged to wanting to try to, I guess, quote unquote, to grow in the so that's a totally different question. In other words, no. This is a very. This is a question that's very nagir. This is a question that's very nagir. Also spoke to this morning to somebody in America about that. And when it comes to shalom bayis, it comes to all these things. A person's got to do everything slowly. And uh, and the main thing is to be a role model. And it's, it's the same. It's the same question to the to parents have a snagdus to yeshiva bracham that they should go second year or the third year, whatever. All these types of snagdus. A person has got to do what, it, what Hashem wants him to do. In other words, a person, if, if a person, I tell Bacham all the time that you have to come back a second year, and the, the parents don't come into the equation, Bechlal. But uh, you've got to do it in a way where it's Dambadak Enoyim. And the same thing is something that a person feels he needs is vital for his Avodis Hashem. So, you know, this, this is also a question that comes Shana Rishayana. I'd say all this to Talmudim and Shana Rishayana. And Shana Rishayana, the more you give the Helig Amshan of Rebbe Shlipa, was your dua that Shana Rishayana went for long walks with his wife. And he was busy, very busy in Shana Rishayana. And, and, you know, basically since then, I don't know if I've had a time ever to sit down and have a talk. <laughs> but uh, in other words, you've got you to you do things invested, invested correctly. Every person needs it. A person feels he needs for his neshama such a type of davening. So he needs that type of davening. He has to have that type of davening. 
So he's coming back 20 minutes later, 25 minutes later. In other words, he hasn't, if that matters to so much to his wife, that can cause it means he hasn't given his wife enough during the week, or he hasn't given a woman. Women are, are, are easy, they're nice, they're good, they're pure, they're easy to satisfy. But they, a lot of times, if you're not giving them what they need, so they feel that they're going to stay you, you know, in your and your. You know, sometimes you buy flowers at Arab Shabbos, and she'll say, okay, stay in shul another half an hour. <laughs> you got to know how to balance them. They're, they're good people. <laughs> but, uh, and the same thing is with the mishpacha. You know, if you spend more time with your mishpacha on Sundays, so you can, you know, buy people in America, working people ask me, how should they spend their Sunday? So there's a Benish Chai. The Benish Chai says that a person goes up to Shemayim, Achamev Esrim. So he's going to say he could only learn an hour a day. Why? Because he was working. He didn't have time. So he says the Rabbanish is going to ask for the Sunday file. <laughs> so let's see what he did in Sunday file. Sunday file, so a person has time to learn for four hours. And he has time to spend two, three hours with his kids or with his wife and go out with them. And then in the evening he has time, you know, he has time, he has time to learn more. A person's going to, these inyanam usually works with seichel. Sometimes a person wants to show, make a statement that he's becoming a lot frumer, and he makes a statement that his kiddush is suddenly taking half an hour longer than it did a week before, and the women get very frightened of such a thing. They see it's, it's not the 20 minutes. It's they feel that there's a radical change going on in his life, and that's going to, they're going to push it, stare apart from each other. And that's what parents feel about when their children want to stay longer in yeshiva. So, you know, if a, if a, if, if a bocher is smart, he's, and so he'll, he'll, you know, he'll tell his parents, he'll show his parents greater Kirava, he'll call him. I always tell the Bachma, I said, you know, come back a second year and it caused a bit of a, caused a bit of a rift. So he last week, and said, what, you call him once a week? Call him once a week? I, I, when my father wasn't well, so I called, I'd have called him four times, it was four times a day. But uh, on a regular day, a day doesn't go by without calling parents. In other words, if you give them everything, if you, if you give a Yid what he needs, he lets you do, he lets you have what you need. That's, you know, that, that, that's Nakuda. But in the terms of a person's own Avodis Hashem, I asked Ramatul once about, about uh, when I have Bochum over, I said, I need to sing my Haimish's Mirrors. I said, so boys don't know the song, so how should, how should that work? I can't sit at my table singing their songs. It's, you know, twice a year I have to go into Yeshiva for Shabbos. It takes me a month to recover from those mirrors. So what do I do? So Ramatul said, they, they don't have to know what you're singing. You have to sing your songs. Because he says, if you sing your songs Friday night, you'll be able to be to them during the week. But if you're going to sing their songs Friday night, then you're going to lose them during the week. <laughs> You have to do whatever you need, you need. But uh, a person's got to do, these things have to be done. You know, and this works wonders. Mamish, this works wonders. To move to Eretz Yisrael as a person has to have, it's a big Indian to move to Eretz Yisrael. Of course, today, if a person can, but uh, before he comes to Eretz Yisrael, he has to have, he has to have, uh, I have a Talmud who lives in Columbus, and he's a, and he's a teacher there, he's got a very fixed job. I just had, a, today I spoke to somebody, a, a, a Manal in Bechemesh, to find him a job. And uh, he wants to move to Eretz Yisrael, and with the Mishpacha, and he's a, he's, a, he's a good teacher. So he said he doesn't speak Ivrit properly, and this and that, said, how can I tell him to move here? He said, tell him to come the first year, he'll do a bit of tuition, a bit of this. I said, I can, I can take, bring a whole Mishpacha over here to Eretz Yisrael, if he's got no solid sources of income. Some people have savings. Some people have, if it's possible, a person before he moves to Israel, all depends also on the children and the stages of his children in life. It's a big Indian to move to Israel. If a person, if it's not a Meshuggah upheaval, it's a big Indian to move to Israel. Not just be your main or honored. No, I'm not just talking about because of where the, where's the world going in this matzav that it's in now. I mean, how can you compare Eretz Yisrael to living to living in Chutzras? But a person's got to have, moving with a Mishpachah, he's got to have, I tell you, he's got to have, you know, savings of, you know, few tens of thousands of dollars because it's going to cost even the first year till you get yourself settled. 
A person mustn't do it in, in, in a radical way. He's got to plan it out. He's got to plan it. What he's going to do? He's got to plan it out. What's the best place to move to? And if it's well planned, and if he can if he can afford to go through the first year and the first year and a half, and he's got enough savings for it, then it's you know then it's a great idea. You know, like even Ruchnius and the Chinuch of the children, etc. If a person can't, if he's very established and he's got a beautiful kahil over there that he's very happy with and he's growing in Ruchnius, so then it's a question mark if he should make that up, people. But a younger man who's got a few little kids, you know, two, three little kids, it means nothing to him. If it's possible for him and he's going to have a source of income over here, it's definitely nothing to do with today. It's definitely an Indian to, to live in Etz Yisrael, to raise your children in Etz Yisrael. It's a totally, totally, totally different life. But Mitzah Cheney, you know, this, I'm not speaking on behalf of Bnei Akiva over here. <laughs> you know, just move, move, move. You know, it's got to be worked out. There are people that it's better for them to stay in America, and there are people that's better for them to move in Eretz Yisrael. There are certain people that need Seder. There are certain people that, you know, every little balagan, like, completely shifts. And there are people that feel, you know, that they're, they're them or their wives. It's going to be very, 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 very difficult. And then it's a question mark. It's not a must that everybody should pack the bags and come here. That will happen when Yisrael Mashiach comes. <laughs> Please say it in Chinese, I might understand. Next question? No, 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 I don't know, I don't know what you're saying. What does the Rav say about seeking, I guess, self-help for life, uh, relationships, career, all these kind of things, from non-Jewish or non-Torah sources? For what? For, for psychology or for... Seemingly, yeah, a psychology for figuring out what to do with his life, career-wise. Career-wise? Or relationships, like you said. So each one's the din b'fnei Career-wise, so, you know, that can help you career-wise. In, in relationships, it's, uh, you know, it's better to, of course it's better to have, what's it, what was his name? It was Nifta last week, two weeks ago. Twersky. Twersky. He wrote tons of books, no? If, if that field you can find in Jewish sources, in Erlich sources, written by Yerushalayim, why should you go to a Goethe source? If there's areas that he needs that, that there's no, you know, no healthy Jewish literature on, so and it's a different story, but I think in psychology and a lot of these things, there's a, you know, there's a there's a very there's a very major difference. Not even between goyim lahavdal and yidin, but between you know yidin who are big yirishamayim and yidin belong more to the mother. I know from I mean I'm sure you can testify as well. I know from a lot of Talmud in America that go to different types of psychologists and different types of help. It's also a different world, mamish. It's a it's a it's a it's a very diff- it's a very different world. You see, because the, 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 the Yiddish world, especially today, and especially psychology and these types of things, the Erlich world is very focused on simcha. It's very focused that you're not Meshuggah. And the other world is focused that you are Meshuggah and will help you become normal. And uh, the other world is, you know, you're not Meshuggah. You need a bit of help. You're, you know, basically, they go much more, much, much, much more of a, of a, of a positive kav. You know, the, the, the Goisha world works more with Gvura. And the Yiddish world works more with Ava, works more with Chesed. So uh, anything that, 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 that a person, there is healthy Elach Jewish literature, and there's no reason why a person should go to a Goy, just like there's no reason why a person should go to an Arkois if you have a Jewish Bezden. If a Jewish Bezden can't do it for you, there's a term to go to Arkois. <laughs> but if the Jewish Bezden, the Yiddish Bezden can do it for you, you shouldn't go to you mustn't go to Arkois. The same thing, if a Yiddish Elach book author can do it for you, why should you go to to Goyim? It's a lucky problem. It's a lucky problem. 
you know, the Chasm Soifer, you know, you know there's, a, there's a time frame now, there's a Mordeka Chasm Soifer, and this is a Chasm Soifer that I want everybody to know around the world. It's the, it's the first long, I think the first long Chasm Soifer in Pasha is B'Shalach. And uh, Chasm Soifer says, Mam Shalab Apela. He says that, that uh, it's very Neget. So he says that Plishtim were Bali Derech Eretz. You know, the Eden, the Gemara says that Umanakrin, but the Eden had no meal times, no fixed. The Eden were Avodim. The Eden were, were grub when they came out of Mitzrayim. They were, they were grub. They were, they were Avodim for Avodim in Mitzrayim in a low place. They needed to teach somebody, to teach them Derech Eretz. Manners, how to eat. Mannerism. You can't learn that from the Goyim. You don't learn Derech Eretz from Goyim. It's the Chasim Soifer says that's why in Chadorim, the Derech Emes is, you should know, that's why the Moshe Diktuk. In, in, in the Hamish sources, they don't teach Diktuk. Because Diktuk was something that, you know, that's very, something that was very secular, and something that was very, and there's a lot of things, Kiru, that the Goyim, a lot of things that the Goyim could teach, he says the first thing you teach kids is Midrashim. Why? Because the Goyim don't get there. <laughs> Translations, Pasha Pshat, why do you teach a kid Pasha Pshat? Why don't you teach them Pasha Pshat? You first teach kids Midrashim. I mean, sometimes I know my kids used to come up from school with these, far, you know, with these not far fetched, the Midrashim, but, you know, with these Midrashim that are that, Pasha, that, you know, not even carved to Pshat sometimes. And why didn't you teach them Pshat? Chasm Soifer says, because Pshat, the Goyim also learn. They also learn Chumash with Pshat. And we don't, we don't want to do anything that's, that, that, that's similar to the Goyim. He's got a wonderful Arichas over there. So, you know, sometimes even there's good things you can learn from Goyim, but there's an Indian to learn from Yiddish, the Indian to learn from Yiddish sources. And uh, yeah, it really has a very long arichas in it. You know, it's a different world. A Yid has to realize that the culture of a Yid and the way of thinking of a Yid is a different seichel, and, you know, it's a different world. If it comes to careers, there's a lot of things that the Yiddish world won't help him. He has to look into, go into a textbook. But when it comes to his own nefesh and the health of his nefesh, he's dealing with something very sensitive. He's dealing with something very sensitive. He's dealing with something very halic. You know, a Yid has a ruach and a shama. It's a different, it's a whole different psychology. Usually that happens only when a yid is like the Ramam says, well, he's molly kresay b'shasa poiskum. Then you know, then it can, can enhance. But uh, the Chasim Soiver brings that down as well. Chasim brings down, you know, certain biology books to know trefers and to know this. You have this under. So if it's mamish to enhance, if a person's learning chulin and he mamish wants to see a certain point, he wants to know what's the gidanosha, he wants to know this, and there's a textbook to help him out that you can do that. But the idea of learning chachmas chitzonius before it's mole, before he's filling. It's unlikely that the Goisha, the Chachmas Chitzonis, he's learning, is going to enhance him. By Gdom, they had that thing. And the person is not really Mamish Mushka into Torah like an Adam God will be Israel, it's a different Chachma. It's not something that's necessarily going to enhance him. So that's a look. There are certain uh, certain uh, uh, geography books. You see Gadla Saboira, and there's an Indian to see sites, and there's an Indian perhaps to look at pictures of mountains and to learn, uh, etc. But to make a whole limit of it is uh, when a person's not really crazy. I mean, it's uh, you know, it's a halachic problem. There's a chiva of a gisa by yom amelaylam. I mean, there's a sugin adarim. There's a chiva of a gisa by yom amelaylam. That's also something that's very, very today, and in, 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 in very much so in the working world, people feel that they have their 
one hour of learning, they have the Dafiyem Mishi, whatever, and other than that, it's a Issa of Baltoisif to learn. Now, there's the Issa, there's a Chiva, Gisav Yom Alayla, and there's hours that you have to work, there's hours that you need to relax, to, to remain sane. You know, a person's got to make these Cheshboinahs. But when you're not Isaac in your work, and you're not Isaac in relaxing and in eating, whatever in your recreation that you need to do to keep yourself sane, you have a chiv of Tom and Torah. It's not that I did my quota of learning today. There's a, there's a chiv, there's a mitzvah, v'yisibayyamalayna. So if a person can learn about the Swiss Alps, and during that time you can learn, you know, two mesechtas of Mishnayis. So sometimes a person's at a point where he feels he needs to see something else. So if you're already seeing Chachmas Chetzoinus, then it's better to look, like you said, but to go into Be'ir, into the different sciences and different, uh, you know, it's, 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 uh, it's not necessary. My grandfather, my father's father, was very big into astrology. And uh, he, he liked it, he loved it. And uh, he used to wake us up in the night and he used to make us look at stars and, and uh, Milky Way, Fleshy Way, I don't even know what they're called. <laughs> but uh, the, the, and, uh, he, but he, he, he wanted us to see it like as, you know, as, as, as an inner of Neflois Abaya. But uh, to study mamish properly and to spend hours on it and studying textbooks, you know, besides the fact that there may not be a heta for it, he can much more enhance his own nefesh and neshama by learning. In Torah alone, if you like, he should find his own there in the chelak and Torah. If you need to relax, I always tell this, people should have a lot of different, a lot of different chelakim of Torah that they're learning all the time. A person should learn, you know, every day, almost every day, a bit of Novi, a bit of Chumish, a bit of Novi, a bit of, you know, a bit of Mishnayis, and some Gemara. And sometimes a person feels that he hasn't got the cup for this. So you learn a double quarter of that, and the next day you go back. If a person widens, broadens his horizons a bit within Torah itself, then he's not going to be so desperate to look out. If a person is just learning his Gemara all day long, sometimes he feels he needs a, he needs a, he needs a break. So you should go out and Chacham Schitzainus. But somebody who's in the middle of the... Uh, in the middle of the passionate nevuas of Yeshaya, and uh, he's in the middle of the sugya in, 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 in Zvachim, and he feels one day that he's very passionate, and uh, so you, you learn a few prokim of, of Yeshaya without having to go into, into, into anything else. Yeah. No, you have to do it. You have to feel that. Because if you, if a, a yid knows the erach of what every word of Torah is, and if a yid knows the erach of every word of Torah is, has pshat and remez and drush and sod, and as much as he knows in this world, it's going to continue and it's going to continue forevermore, going deeper and deeper and deeper for every word of Torah that he's learning, is uh, is, uh, is 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 unbelievable. A person has to realize the erach of every word of Torah. You know, there's a famous ma'aser. We finish off with this: is the ma'aser of the the ma'aser of the Heliger Reb Kiveiga. There was a famous ma'aser. He came to a town. They asked for a sefer, and they gave him a ritva. And he was so happy with that ritva. And he gave back the next day, and he was learning it the whole night. And he was so molly simcha the ritva. And when he returned it the next day, they realized that the ritva they had given him, was a, there was a page missing. And he took a piece of paper, and he filled the missing page, miller by miller. Which means he knew that whole sefer, Yosheh Bahofuch. And he had such a simcha that they gave him a, they gave him a ritva. Because when a person's, in, when a person's in, in the mode of Torah, then he, he just appreciates every word. Even if he's learned it a thousand times, it's the Heilige Torah. If a person is not, then you can, you can. And besides that, a person is really, you know, really learning new ideas the whole time, especially in Mishnayis and things like that. So that's Nakuda is in Yiddishkeit, you have to know the Klal Godel, that there's no such thing as a Dovar Koton. There's no such thing as a Dovar Koton. I always say that the, the Shabbos before we became Yidin, we became Yidin or we were born as a nation by, by, by Matan Torah. By, sorry, by Yitzhiz Mitzrayim. Right, Yecheskel says we were born, Yecheskel says we were born by Matan Torah. The Shabbos before Pesach is called Shabbos Hagodl. To teach us that everything in Yiddishkeit is big. 
And a Yiddish look at everything in Yiddishkeit with a magnifying glass. Not, not to exaggerate, and not just for, 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 for his stability as a psychologist, as advice from a psychologist, because that's the way it is. It is big. It is really, really big. Every Mishnah is so big. And every Pasuk and Torah is so big. You know, there's, there's a, I, knew another, I knew another Yid that he had a torn piece of, I can't remember what it was, a Mishnah, a torn piece of Mishnah, and he was hiding in the Holocaust under a haystack for months on end in a Goisha house somewhere, and he just went over that page of Mishnah, and that Mamish kept him going. The, the Kedushas of the Erech of Torah is, is loya umanki yisopar. It's not shayach bechlan in this world to fathom. So Torah is nimshal keish. That's why when Hashem spoke to us, it was parcha nishmosam. Because a word of Torah should be a parcha nishmosam every time. It's a pele and a nes godl v'nifle that we can learn Torah and we can stay alive. <laughs> we should really, there should really be a parcha nishmosam every time we learn Torah. If a person realizes that and he learns about the godless of Torah and the chashivas of Torah, is then, then, then it's posh to a person. It's not just Torah, it's a mitzvah, everything. A pruta of tzedakah that a yid gives is, is a schus, which is his schus, la'oylam, la'netzach, netzachem. So can, can, it's not shaykh to talk about something that's big or small, because if you're talking about eternity, you know, the, the, in, in the Hasid farm, there's a marshal that you can say that the chair is lower than the table. But you can't say that the chair is lower than the sun. <laughs> it's shaloi be'erich, it's out of proportion. So every, everything in Yiddishkeit is out of proportion to everything in Gashmis. It's out of proportion bechlal. And uh, if a person realizes that, so then, you know, then he's machshiv, every prut of tzedakah that he gives, and every word of Torah that he does, and every mitzvah, and every smile he gives to another Yid. Matis Goldberg, you know, he takes pictures of Gadol. So Matis Goldberg told me he was passing by his gun. I think I said this story you know, a few years ago, and he passed by the Heli Gamshin of the Rebbe. He's on his way back from Megillah or something, and he, and, and he said to the Rebbe, I could peer him. And then he moved on, and the Gabba stopped him, and he called him back, because the Rebbe was like getting himself ready to answer back, appearing. <laughs> so he called him back, and the Rebbe said, like, it took him a few seconds, and the Rebbe said, get pirim. Like, you know, it's an avoider, it's, it's a nitzchias. A geshmake get pirim to a guy is nitzchias. So it's, it's all big. Alachas kama v'kama, Torah mitzvahs. Make a him after everything. Make a seam after every parik you do of Mishnah so have to make a bigger one after every Masechta. And you're going to see that itself. That's the biggest, the Samach Mem Aleph Lamed of Rosh Hashanah's seam Masechta's Einam Oisim. That's the Samach Mem. Samach Mem is Menea youth from doing a seam. Samach Mem Aleph Lamed, which is his real word, which is his full name, is seam Masechta's Ein Lasois. He's Menea person from feeling that he's accomplished something. And that's the worst thing. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.